Love Engineering had to build an amazing relationship with Alec Merritt. Understanding the law of love. Can we disrespect the law of love? Are we in a get-to-get relationship or give-and-grow relationship? Why are we struggling in our relationship? Two elements we must have to build meaningful and juicy relationship. Alex Merritt, a mechanical engineer by degree. Alex brings logic to love. She has uncovered the root cause of relationship challenges and has developed fun and innovative ways to help people attract and build amazing relationships. Welcome to the Mastering Life's Relationships and Intimacy Podcast with Lucia Gabriela, a sacred space free of fear, judgment, and shame, where we come together to learn and explore how to awaken, unleash, and unlock our inner master self. I am Lucia Gabriela, your host, founder at Nuna Holistic Retreat Center, the Sacred Love Temple, and the Sarasota Dark Temple, creator of Tantra Kink, a fusion of Tantra and Kink BDSM, relationship and intimacy coach, integrated somatic therapist, Tantra facilitator, speaker, and co-author. To learn more about any of my transformational coaching and somatic experiences, immersions, weekends, and couples retreat, visit www.luciagabriela.com. Welcome, Alex, to the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm so excited about today. So tell us a little bit more about this fine title you have, like the love engineer. To me, it sounds juicy and delicious. Yes, indeed. So it's fascinating. Like I said, I'm a trained mechanical engineer and, and take the same energy and insights and scientific methods and problem solving approach that earned me a patent that is currently used in the market to understand how and why relationships work. And so it was actually the title that found me because again, of course, in engineering school, um, usually engineers and relationships don't go together, but I've always had this fascination with relationships, what makes them go, how they work. And in my own private love lab, I was trying to uncover what did it take to love and be loved? And as I started that journey, I realized that many people were looking for that exact same answer, whether they were married or single. I love your approach because even in my own life, I feel like, um, and practice as well, I feel like um, sometimes the way even I coach, I tell people like, you know, it's, it's like building relationship. It's like building a home. It's like building a structure. If we're building something, so there's element of engineering that goes there, like logic, and many times we don't pay attention to. So I love the conversation today is about love engineering, how to build amazing relationships. So yeah. let's dive into it. So everybody who is listening today, I'll get the most out of this time that we are here together. So what Indeed. do you have for us when it comes to this um, engineering, how to create amazing, yummy relationships? I think one of the first things is to realize that it starts with you deciding what you want. And so as you talked about building a house or building anything, first you have to decide what it is you're trying to build. So often people end up in relationships by happenstance with no real direction, with no real 
insights with no real actual plan. And so before you can build anything, you must decide what it is you are wanting to build in order for it to, to work. And then I think two for that then becomes being clear about the vision you have for the thing you're building. So once you decide what you are building, then being clear about what will it be, what do you anticipate it being used for? What's the vision for it? I say all the time that many people only have a vision to the wedding and then wonder why the marriage falls apart is because there was no vision for the marriage. And so you have to have a vision for how will this be used? What will our, you know, our relationship contribute to ourselves, right? Because again, in any relationship, you're 100% part of it, they are. So what is it that we're here for? And then what does our relationship serve in, in a bigger picture, right? So having a vision, um, you know, knowing what you want to do, deciding, and then having a vision for it, I think those are the first two elements for, for being able to build an amazing relationship. Yeah. And you're right on, right on it because one of the things I, you know, working with um, entrepreneurs and business, um, you know, I would call overachievers, right? Like we're always going for the next thing, like the, you know, like achieving and accomplishing, like a lot of times like entrepreneurs. One of the things I always mention is that we take the time to sit down and plan our business. We take the time to sit down and plan our, you know, what's our mission statement? What are a code of ethics for, uh, you know, for partnership and business? What is like our mission statement, right? Like we take the time to do that for business, but it's fascinating that working with CEOs and entrepreneurs and uh, it's just amazing to see like we don't take the time to sit down and do the same thing like what you just mentioned, like what it is that you're building and the vision of it. And I feel like it, I definitely resonate with you that it is super critical to start from there. Yeah. Yeah, that becomes that becomes really important. And you're right. When I work with clients, uh, whether they're in my relationship academy or they, they're with the games, it's just this recognition that that becomes really important. So once you're, you've decided what it is that you want to do, you have a vision for it, then it's realizing that like everything else in life, there are some principles that must be at play in order for um, for for you to be able to then build it, right? There are some principles, you know, the methods are many, as people say, but the principles are few. And so when it comes to healthy, happy relationships, I call them the four gears of great relationships that must also be connected, right? We talked about the, the first gear, which is vision, this vision for the relationship. The second gear for me is communication. We talk about it all the time, but being able to communicate and having communication skills beyond just talking and listening, I think the level underneath that is around understanding, being able to, to communicate in a way that you understand the intent that it's being shared for and what the desired outcome is for why it's being shared. So understanding your partner in that way and also being able to communicate in a way that they understand again what your intent is and what your desired outcome is. The third gear of great relationship is around conflict, right? Because no matter how great of a relationship it is, no matter how much you and your partner have in common, no matter how much that you have planned, there will be conflict. And not all conflict is bad. When people hear conflict, they hear something negative, but be, having skills to manage through and address conflict in your relationships is another really important requirement in order to build an amazing relationship. And then the fourth gear of great relationship is growth, right? So 
you know, we'll start it one way, but even like you mentioned in business and one of the things I tell clients all the time is that nothing's, nothing that is living stays the same. It always is changing. And so you can only coax one direction, however. And so if you aren't consciously growing or committing to growth or expanding in the relationship, then it will tend toward decline. Wonderful. So what do you think is the, uh, the struggle that people have? when it comes to creating an awesome relationship? What is the, the fact that very often people are seeking for relationships to supplement some deficit that they have within themselves, right? So they're using a relationship or another person to, to make themselves feel better, to validate their worthiness, to, to, to deal with some, some challenges or some gaps in self-love that they, they haven't addressed. And so many people, so I think one of the biggest challenges is that we're, we're using people actually um, not to share love with them, but to get love from them. And it seems as if it is one and the same, but there is a nuance there that is really important, right? I fundamentally believe as a love engineer that relationships are places you go to give and grow. But when you are trying to get get it from someone, then it becomes this pressure, this expectation, this, all of this, um, all of these expectations that usually go unfulfilled with over time start to erode the connection and the quality of relationships. Yep. It's one of those things like it's really fascinating to be, um, to witness relationship where, um, like unconsciously, many people don't know that they are they are to uh, they get right. Like they just want to get that love. They get that love, and they don't realize the harm that they're doing to themselves and to the partners. Let's say that you're in a relationship that um, that you you have these this dynamic where one person is there just to get and uh, to fulfill things about themselves. How do you address this with your clients in the sense of like? Um, because I believe that it's important to get back to self-love, of course, always understanding to ourselves, and at the same time, learn to communicate that this dynamic exists. And I feel like many times people are very afraid to communicate that this dynamic exists in a relationship where one person is, is getting and it's, like, it's, it's just getting, getting, getting to fulfill something that uh, is empty within themselves. Yeah. And the reality is, is that relate all relationships are volunteer efforts and like attracts like. And so there's never a situation where there's only one person in it. So if, if one's in a relationship to just get, then the other person is in the other person on the receiving side of that is a, a giver, but a giver who is giving to get love. Right. So they don't end up in a relationship accidentally. It's like I think all relationships are, are mirrors. So if we find ourselves in relationships with someone and we can identify an, a, a gap, if you will, or an issue with them, then I invite my clients to re realize that it's a reflection of something in them. And so they didn't just accidentally show up there. There's no victims at all. And so it's often what I find is that on the flip side of that same coin is a person who doesn't feel themselves worthy unless they're giving everything they have. What I often find is that on the receiving side of that is a person who, who decides that if I can make you love me by giving you all of these things, right? And so it's recognizing that whatever comes up in the relationship is usually is usually an invitation to you to heal and give yourself more love. And so maybe it's more 
you know, seeing yourself as more worthy, being able to trust yourself more, but people end up in the relationships that reflect themselves back to themselves. Yep. It's that's, that's a, a powerful uh, statement that I speak of, like, we attract alike, and also, um, I feel like many times, like, we also attract the people that are going to be catalysts for our own transformation and growth. Um, that's it, and that's all. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I love that you mentioned that, uh, pointed out that it, it, it's important to step away from the victim mentality uh, where, oh, I attracted this partner and like, oh, poor me, like yeah. the whole blaming, blaming, blaming. Um, I'm not taking responsibility. I feel like one of the, um, to build like, you know, in engineering and like even when we create anything, like we create a business, there's a level of responsibility that we take and uh, and accountability as well and i feel like those elements accountability and responsibility it seems like it's like something like airy in relationship <laughs> it's like i don't know it's yeah. like i feel like many many times couples and uh even myself in the past like you know we we come to uh be in defaulty relationship like oh i'm attracted with you i I kind of like you, I feel good around you, I feel sexy or, you know, like turn on by your chemistry or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and we just lead, uh, you know, we, we just allow ourselves to go in these like non-conscious, non-thoughtful, non-mindful, um, you know, journey of being in a relationship. And then we're struggling. And I love yeah. that you, uh, your work is about helping people to realize that love has a logical aspect of it completely it's it's the laws of like like, you know i liken it to like the law of gravity for example right because can people and and that's one of the things that i appreciate about being a love engineer versus the way that we typically deal with relationships like most of it's all you know this magical fairy cotton candy feeling approach and that, you know, and that's because, again, it's like somebody didn't take the time to understand the law of love, as I like to call it, but just like gravity and like any of the laws and principles that are out there, like if you respect the law of gravity, you can fly. If you disrespect the law of gravity, you can die. Exactly. And similarly, the law of love, if you respect the law of love, then you have this joy, this abundance, this fun, this fulfillment that you have only dreamed of. If you disrespect the laws of love, it is pain. It is disappointment. It is all kinds of things. And we like to, we like to believe that it's like, oh, it's just the person. It's like, no, you're disrespecting the law. I love that you making it this as the aspect of law. It's like, I never heard this before. And I really kind of like resonate with it. This, it has an element of law, like cosmic love, universal uh, law. And, mm-hmm. you know, the law of love. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it really, like I said, we talk about love being the most powerful force on earth, mm-hmm. right? And in engineering school, we study forces all the time, right? You name it, we study them. Um, and, and, and it's just that, it's just the force, right? Law, you know, it's the most powerful force on earth, but it's like electricity or any of these other things that are out there that if you harness it, you can do amazing things with it. Again, if you disrespect it, however, it will destroy you. And it's not a respecter of persons. It's not a respecter of, you know, it's not predicated upon where, you know, gravity does not care how much money you have. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, right? It's a law. So 
again, you respect it or disrespect it. Those are your only two options. And, and it will work for you if you choose to understand how it works. Same thing with electricity. Electricity does not care who you are, what you are. It doesn't matter. But if you harness it, it'll light up your house. Mm-hmm. If you disrespect it, it will burn that same house down with no, with no issues. Actually, it has no bearing. It doesn't, it's not personal. It's just, you either understand it and respect the law or you disrespect. And I see, and again, and I, and the law of love is a term that I've created again, like I said, and nobody talks about it. Cause again, we want to talk about law. I mean, love in this very mystical approach, but gravity used to be a mystical approach to somebody until somebody figured out how gravity worked. Right. And so I think when it comes to love, um, it is the same concept, right? Again, like saying what we're realizing in relationships, so many people disrespect the laws of love and that's how come they get pain. I love, that's the main reason why I love to interview a, another amazing, incredible teachers, mentors, coaches out there because it's always a nugget that I learned that is like, well, this is powerful. And I really appreciate you sharing this because it does not give room for victims and drama and anything that is not constructive. And also, it can also distract us from really being the amazing, powerful beings that we are, like loving beings that we are. And yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, because that, that becomes really important. Like, and where this all, the, the thing that inspired this talk, I get a lot of people like, how do you see this like this? Um, and it's a quote from the Persian poet Rumi who said, your task is not to seek for love, but to seek within and remove all the barriers you've built against it. And so playing with, or just accepting the reality of that story, right? And, and Rumi is a 13th century poet, right? So from way back, but it just, it made me start to question was like, well, wait a minute, what if love isn't something you have to find, mm-hmm. but it's something you have to open up to. So back to the law of lovers, like if love is, again, just like gravity, because it's one of my favorite, gravity is. And so you don't have to go find gravity, gravity is available. You just have to build whatever you build in a way that it supports how that law works. If you don't, it's coming down. It doesn't really matter. Like again, gravity doesn't care. It's not personal. It is really exactly. You that's that's it's the thing. Well, you know. Like it's not personal. It's not personal. It's not, not personal, personal at all. It's like you don't get. You know, if, if you don't do your work. You know, you're the one that's going to pay the consequences, nobody else, right? Yeah. If you're going yeah. against the law of gravity, of course you're going to go pay. Of the course you fall, right? We always just like, of course you fall. Like if there's nobody who's like, oh my God, I can't believe I fell. It's like, no, you walked off that cliff with nothing underneath you. You had to fall. Similarly, we go into love and relationships. It's like, no, you went into that with no self-love you have to have pain you have to be disappointed you have to like there's no there's no way around that actually you know um, I walked into this relationship um fearful of course you will be suspicious or worried about if they are faithful you lie to yourself all the time you don't keep your word to yourself of course you entered into a relationship with somebody who is not truthful. They have to be because you are as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And one of the things I find the most uh, fascinating working with, with couples or even individuals that we ended up in toxic relationship is that um, is that we don't take the courage a, to be radical self-responsible for ourselves and our actions and emotions, but also that we don't take the courage to speak up and to, to speak up from a place of, um, you know, of understanding self. Yeah. And many times, like, the fear of being, uh, of losing is so intense and in the relationship and that's why they don't speak up and because of this aspect of like they feel the fear that they're gonna lose love yeah they're gonna lose the lover or they're gonna lose the connection they're gonna lose something and i love that you are bringing this awareness as a law of love because you don't lose gravity it's there gravity is there yeah it's there. It is always there, no matter what you are doing. And so similarly with love, you can't lose love. You are love. You come with it, right? And it's this not recognizing that that causes people to to dishonor who they are, to stay in places that, that again, that reinforce this sense of I got to go get love versus I come with love. And I am just deciding if I'm going to share it here or somewhere else, right? And I can't, and I'm sharing love. I'm not here to get it. I got, I have it. It's just what could our love together create and cultivate in this world different than I could do on my own, right? Because again, we're built for relationships. So it's not a matter, this isn't that, oh, I don't need someone else. It's like, no, human beings need relationship, right? Maslow talks about love and connection as one of the six human needs, according to Maslow's work. But it's real, again, back to, realizing that there are ways of being that create stronger connections and there are ways of beings that create disconnection. It is that straightforward, actually. Exactly. Yeah. The way of being also the behaviors that we allow ourselves to consciously and unconsciously to practice every day. Yeah. That create yeah. that connection or disconnection. And Man, I love this conversation with you. It's so amazing. Um, I love that. It's like, whoa, it's like, you know, the big emoji that was like, you bring it like. <laughs> I was like, whoa, well, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm like, what else do you have over there? <laughs> it's like, I got games. I got, because again, like I said, I really do approach this from a very different standpoint. Like I said, because again, I could get into the drama of like, why are men like this? And why are women like this? It's like, that's again, irrelevant, right? Because it comes back to, again, what are the principles that you're building this, this relationship upon? And the, and the work is doing the heart's work, as I call it, not hard work, it's heart work doing the heart work to release the beliefs, the barriers, the behaviors that block the love in your life. So that again, you show up in, lo in love, right? And you attract people to, you know, to, to you that realize again that they came to teach you something and you came to teach them something. And some of those relationships are gonna go to forever. And some of those relationships are for now. And you can be grateful for them all. Exactly. I have the same approach when it comes to relationships. There are some relationships, some people are coming to your life for a very specific period of time. They're not meant to be with you forever and they're catalyst. I call them my catalyst. And some of yeah. them, they stay a little longer because they're also catalysts in different dynamics. 
Um, and I feel like when we get hooked and attached to the person and not appreciate the, the, the catalyst the alchemy that happened in the relationship, uh, we, we, you know, we lose ourselves. You know, we go into this drama and this whole, you know, victim. Of- yeah, make up the story, make up all these things, create all this pain, um, and then take that same energy into our next relationship. Exactly, exactly. You know, I, I am in like in the world of uh, Tantra, right? Like where it's like all about connection energy. And it's just so fascinating sometimes, like even when you're in the, the spiritual concept, you know, the spiritual experience of love, um, I always invite everyone that even if you're practicing the spiritual concept of, of love, you know, there's some aspect of logic that needs to be in place because then you are like a spiritual bypassing everything where you are not taking accountability and responsibility for your action, for your emotions. Uh, you live everything to spirit and energy and all that. And yeah, no- so you're, bl- yeah you're blaming something outside of yourself. That's exactly, I mean, so whether you blame God or you blame the partner in front, that the idea that somebody other than me is responsible for what I'm experiencing as opposed to I am co-creating every situation I am a part of. Be that with the divine, be that with the guy or girl in front of you, be that with your colleagues at work. You are 100% a part of all relationships you are in, be they physical or non-physical relationships. So you have a responsibility um, and an opportunity to co-create the best experiences that you want, right? And so I think that's the, the other piece is that this notion of that we are 100% of every relationship we're in. Powerful, powerful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. So just to wrap it up, these like we can go for hours and like I feel like all of us have something to learn from you. So tell us... Um, yeah. Where can we find you? And what would be your, you know, your final insight that you would like to share with all of us? So you can find me at Dessert and Discussion, which is my website, um, Dessert and Discussion, or at theloveengineer.com. When any one of those will do it. I'm on social media at Alex the Love Engineer on Instagram. Um, so yeah, so you can find but dessertanddiscussion.com is the is the place my final insight would be just this is that you are love right so just realize that again you can't you were born in love built for great relationships and so all the love that you need is literally within you now it's just connecting to to that reality and then choosing to share it with those who also are ready to share love wonderful i am so excited i cannot wait to share this with all my community <laughs> and I already have a list of people that I'm like whoa you have to listen to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> so really really excited thank you so much Alex for joining Love us today. I really appreciate you not a problem thank you so much for having me thank you everyone for listening today and I see you next time have a great day thank you for joining us on today's episode and remember You are a powerful, incredible, and delicious creator and master of your life. Loving you and see you next time.